0: listeners thank you so much for tuning in to another podcast episode today i hope you had a great week and happy friday i hope you guys have a wonderful weekend filled with fun rest, and joy. And today we're actually going to be talking about the topic of choosing joy. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, but I had a little bit of inspiration out last week to kind of write out some ideas that I have about choosing joy and a really good Bible verse that is extremely popular, but I saw it in a whole different light and I just want to share it for you. Sometimes when I try to think of podcast episodes and the content, there are times where just my thoughts flow and I feel like God just is giving me a lot of insight on, in this case, a Bible verse that just really stuck out to me in a whole new way. So I'm super grateful for that, and I hope that it shares just as much inspiration with you that God shared with me through this Bible verse. And today we're going to be talking all about choosing joy. I At first was going to be talking about different ways that I've been changing up my lifestyle to stress less, and one of those ways that I want to start stressing less as well is by choosing joy, but that's actually going to be next week's episode, so I kind of split it up in two because I didn't have too much time tonight to make a long episode, and I thought, instead of having one long episode, having, you know, two medium episodes. So this week's episode is all about choosing joy and next week's episode is different ways I have been changing my life and more ways I want to change my life to stress less. So with that being said, I want to hop into the song of the week. It's a new song that I heard last week at church. My boyfriend Aaron and I listened to it, and I, I loved it. I think he loved it as well. It's called Your Nature by Carrie Job. and I loved the lyrics. They were just so beautiful, and when he and I were singing, it was just so calming at church. I loved it. So I will link it in the show notes as usual. You should totally check it out. But some of my favorite verses read, There is no desert that your streams can't run to. There are no ruins that your love won't make new. You tell the wasteland that it will bloom again because it's your nature. You will restore the years that shame has stolen. You keep the promises that you have spoken. I know this wasteland will be whole again because it's your nature. Sing out, O barren woman. Sing out, O broken man. Stretch out your hands believing this is your promised land. Break out of disappointment. Break out of hopelessness stretch out your hands believing this is your promised land. And I'm going to be really applying some of these ideas from the song to the podcast episode today. But you know, there's just times where we feel really run down or we feel burdened with just a heavy feeling that sometimes we can't explain and sometimes we can't explain. And I really like this song because it shares how God will lead us to the promised land. And that there's times where maybe we feel like we're in a desert, but We have to have hope in the future that God will make the desert bloom again. He will make the wasteland bloom again. And I really like how it says, come out, O barren woman, sing out, O broken man. I think that's just so beautiful because there's times where we feel like we're on top of the world and times where we kind of feel hidden in the valleys. And I think it's wonderful that this song just really shows the truth that God will help us out of a situation even if it feels like we've been in that situation for a long time. I think this is a really good song to meditate to in the mornings. I actually want to do that tomorrow morning. It's not only a beautiful song, but the lyrics are very deep as well. So I encourage you to listen to it. It was wonderful, and I'm so glad they played it at church. So my God's Got You moment of the week, or one of the huge things I'm grateful for this week and how I've seen God move, is just having time with loved ones. And I've said this before in the podcast many times, but family is so important, and this week, I've been trying to choose joy more, and it's just been making my, my relationships better, and I guess the communication between my relationships better. Just waking up with joy just makes every relationship you have with someone better because you want to spread that joy to them through your words and your actions. Of course, I'm not perfect, and not every single relationship has joy all the time. And not every communication is wonderful and filled with joy. That's impossible, but... When I choose joy, my relationships are better, and I've just had wonderful time with loved ones this whole week. It's been so great, and at the end of the day, spending time with those that you love and those that love you is so important, and that's really just what recharges me, and that actually helps create more joy in me because I find that when I don't spend as much time with my loved ones, I'm less joyful because I'm not as filled up. And I really love recharging with my loved ones and having them, you know, fill up my love tank, just like God fills up my love tank. Of course, God fills it up like no one else, but you know what I mean. So spending time with loved ones can give you joy. And also when you choose joy in your daily practices, it can make your relationship with your loved ones better. So. That was my God's Got You moment of the week. If you have a God's Got You moment of the week, please email it to me or DM me on my Instagram page. All of that will be in the show notes below because I would love to hear how God is working in your your life as well. So I also want to be doing a Bible verse of the week and... The Bible verse I have is actually from Philippians chapter four, and it's verse four through seven, and that's going to be kind of the basis for what the rest of the podcast episode about is about, and this longer passage says, rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I really love this so much, and I'm going to be talking more about it. But I kind of want to just hop into sometimes how I feel. And... I really want to be less high-strung in my life. <laughs> I had this epiphany last weekend when I was writing out these notes for this podcast. And when I'm high-strung, I really hold a lot of stress in my body, in my mind. But on the flip side, I also want to stay productive, meet my goals, and live in the present. And you know, oftentimes, I don't know if you're the same way, but I spend so much time stressing and worrying that I'm less productive than I would have been if I was a bit more relaxed and stringent. Do you have, ever have those days where you're so ready to be productive, you have so many things on your to-do list, and then the stress actually steals your time and energy, and you would have been more productive if you relaxed a little bit, were more flexible. The days that I do relax a little more and I'm more flexible, I end up getting more done throughout the week than the days where I'm just extremely rigid, I am not flexible at all, and I'm really high-strung. So I don't know if you ever feel that way, but sometimes it kicks me in the butt when I'm too high-strung and too obsessed with being super productive. And you know, finding that middle ground and relaxing a bit works more than clenching onto life and living life white-knuckled. I have a story about this. Last spring in 2020, when I moved into my new apartment after I graduated college, I didn't really have much of a routine at first. You know, I was studying for various finance tests, and I had some structure, but I was definitely more flexible with my time than I was in college and that I am now and, you know, have been for the past couple of months. I wasn't as strict with my lifestyle, and I had a more laid-back tone, and even though I was more relaxed last spring and summer, I still got so much done. What a concept. I passed my finance tests, but I still had joy and peace in my life. Now, of course, this is before I started my full-time job where I have to go to the office every day, but you know, the main point of this story is that when you chill more, let go of control and let go of fear of not having a strict routine, you will still be productive, but also feel more at peace. For those of you listening to this that are naturally more relaxed, flexible, more of the type of B personality, you're probably thinking, of course, this is why I work this way, But for those of you listening that are type A and really want to be productive, I want to tell you that from a type A person, having a little more flexibility in your life won't kill you and it will actually help you so much. This is something I've been wanting to implement in my life more, finding that middle ground. And of course, I still want routine. I still want to get many things done. I want to plan a lot of fun events with my friends and dates with Aaron and also stay on top of my health. But... I also want to have more joy and peace in life. And this past week, I have had more joy and peace in my life because I've let myself be a little more flexible. I'll be sharing specific ways I've been able to do this in next week's podcast. And you know, in the past, I was able to have both of the things of flexibility and productivity, and I know I could have it more again. I'm definitely on the process. I've only been doing it for like four days this week, and I know it's going to be definitely an uphill battle sometimes where I'm fighting the desire of I need to be super productive, but I'm also really burnt out. But I want to be able to have both productivity and peace at the same time again and I really want to stay on this path and I really want you to be on this path too if that's something you're struggling with right now and what I've realized through the past the past week of trying to do this is that the main thing I need to continue to do is lower my standards for myself a bit I do not need to get a perfect score on all my tests I don't need to have that perfectly fit and healthy body I don't need to have a perfectly clean house, and I don't need to have a perfectly meal-prepped fridge. You know what? I don't need to have a perfectly run work routine, all right? You know, I've found that when I focus on pursuing perfection in the outward parts of my life, I am less present with my loved ones, and I'm less happy with myself. Do you ever feel this way? Sometimes you get so caught up in your routine and being productive that you have... Even more of a standard on yourself and you're not present with other people because you're always worried about the next thing and you're not happy with yourself. It's like those little hamsters running on a wheel. You continue to run and run and run, but then you're also kind of miserable and those hamsters I'm sure are miserable. (laughs) Um, But the joyful personality that God gave me really turns negative and I have a low self-worth when I burn myself out with this type of productivity and having these standards. And I know that I've just shared a lot about myself and What is going on? But I really want to share my current thought process and ask if you feel this way too. Or maybe do you know someone else who's been feeling this way? If so, you know, that's really why I wanted to encourage you guys with the verse this week. I'm going to read it again because I had an epiphany, especially with the beginning of this verse. But Philippians 4 4 through 7, just to read it again, says, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You see, this verse really shares that we can have peace. And we could actually have peace that transcends our human understanding isn't that crazy we crave so much for peace and we wonder so much how to get it but this verse is saying that we can have it and it is possible, really, it is. And to me, this verse actually shows us the steps of having peace. And that's why I had this huge epiphany, because I read this and I thought, wow, this is kind of a step-by-step guide of how, to how to have this peace. And that's why I want to share it with you guys today. And the steps that I'm taking from this verse is that first, we need to rejoice. Second, we need to be gentle. Third, we need to pray. Fourth, we need to be thankful. Fifth, we need to be honest with God about what we need. You see, this is my first lifestyle change I want to make, and I'm going to be sharing more in the next podcast episode, but it's pretty much the outline of this Philippians 4 verse. Rejoice, be gentle, pray, be thankful, and be honest with God. And that kind of leads me to the other resulting (laughs) type of lifestyle change I have, and that's really, I want to choose joy more often. Because having this joy and rejoicing is the first step we need to take in order to have this peace. And I love that this verse starts out with the call and the call to action to rejoice. Because I don't know if you're the same way, but it can be really easy to get stuck in our heads and feel like it's sometimes impossible to have deep joy and rejoice in the day the Lord has made. Honestly, sometimes I feel as though I have this weight on my chest and I don't really know how to show joy or rejoice. rejoice. Sometimes I don't even know what to say in social situations because I have this pressure and it's it's odd. But what I've realized is that you need to push through this heavy feeling and have more joy anyways. And next time I have this feeling, that's what I've been trying to work on this week is when I have this feeling, try to overcome it. I haven't been perfect because there's times where I have had this heavy feeling and it's hard for me to understand how to show this joy. But every time I have this feeling, I want to work on pushing through it. And at least for me, this this heavy feeling normally just comes from lies from the enemy, worries I have about the future, or me feeling down on myself because I haven't met my own expectations. Maybe you get this heavy feeling from different things. I don't know if you feel this way, but it's essentially like, like there's a weight on your chest and it's hard for you to just breathe and feel content and really have that peace and having joy and choosing to rejoice even with this feeling will lead you to peace because you're overcoming this heavy feeling that honestly God doesn't want you to have and despite where you're going through or how you feel you should choose to rejoice in the fact that you're loved by God this may sound too simple this may sound like it won't really help you find joy and show joy even with the heavy feelings you have but The fact that God loves us and will never give up on us and wants to push us to joy is really something worth rejoicing over because he loves us and he wants us to have joy. That's why we should choose the choice to push through this heavy feeling when we get it. This verse is giving me inspiration to push through this heavy feeling next time I have it and instead think about God's love. Then I wanna smile, I wanna take a deep breath and choose joy instead of negativity. You know, God's truth, the Bible, it says that the peace that transcends all understanding starts with rejoicing. So that's something I want to do. And that's something I challenge you to do as well. Let me just tell you, it'll be hard the first several times to overcome this heavy feeling that's weighing you down. It's been hard for me, but over time, choosing joy will become a habit. We just have to choose it often enough. You see, it is possible to choose joy even when you're going through hard things. Let me say that again. It is possible to choose joy even when you're going through hard things. Why? Because God's promises are eternal. His love is eternal and he's never changing. Hebrews 13.8 assures, assures us of this when it says, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Even if you feel super filled with joy some days and then really sad and negative on other days, Jesus' love, grace, and promise is the same. It's not fluid. It doesn't go up and down like your feelings and mood does. Jesus' love is steadfast and it will never change. You see, we could still choose to rejoice even if our circumstances and feelings are in a rough spot because Jesus is always there. First Peter 1, 6-7 says, in this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials so that the tested genuineness of your faith more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. What this verse is really kind of telling me is that another reason we can rejoice in trials is that it can bring glory to God because we can empathize with others that are going through the same thing and it also shows a testimony about God. The fact that he still gives us joy in the difficult times means that it can let other people know they will be okay too. So not only will choosing joy be better for yourself in the long run, but it will actually be a testimony to other people. When you choose joy in a difficult time, people are going to see that. People are going to see that you push through and they'll wonder why. And that could really give you an opportunity to talk about God and the love of Jesus and even bring them to God's love and help them believe in God and Jesus as well. And so my God's got you statement for the week is that God's got you because he created you to have peace. When Adam and Eve were created in the Garden of Eden, they had joy. They had peace. They were living with no sin to weigh them down and cause the harmful stress in their life. But sadly, sin entered the world and now we live in a world and live with stress that we were not meant to live with. We were not meant to live with this stress. God did not create us to live with this stress because we were created in a perfect, beautiful garden. And no wonder we feel stressed out, burdened, weighed down, hopeless, anxious. We're living in a way that we were not created to live. But just like God gave Adam and Eve that peace when they were created to have all the way in the beginning of creation, God is the same peace for you. And he wants to give it to you because you were created to have it. God's got you. And your pursuit for peace. Philippians 4 tells us the way to have this peace beyond understanding. And that's rejoice, be gentle, pray, be thankful, be honest with God. These are the steps that I want to work on this week, and I challenge you to work on them too. And I'm excited to touch base next week and also share some different ways I've been trying to have less stress in my life and more joy each and every day. So I hope this podcast episode helped you please share with me different ways that you pursue joy or different things that bring you joy in your day-to-day maybe it's a certain routine maybe it's a certain bible verse that really helps you please send them to me on email or through instagram i hope you have a great weekend and i'll talk to you next week